0: The following is an audio extract from our latest video podcasts. To view the full video, visit supernaturalconfessions.com.
1: Supernatural
0: Confessions all right welcome to another installment of supernatural confessions the podcast my name is tim O. my name is Eugene tay and et just et so cool i'm et all right can you give us uh, a brief history on, on this concept of portals
1: okay portals um you see the thing is we, we never see portals in movies so movies are always this low bang, right this hole and people walk in and out um so to really define a portal Technically, that's what it's supposed to look like. But portal is basically just entering a different dimension. So, for example, when we do astral traveling, you know, sometimes where, where your soul misaligns with your body, technically, it's en- en- going through a portal because it's a different dimension. So it's not exactly a door, yeah. but it's just um, somewhat like a parallel universe. So portals, there are different kinds as well. Uh, I think different religious beliefs... Uh, have got different definition of portals. So I think over here, when we do paranormal research, a portal just defines as going into a parallel universe where it's 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 not really what we see, but it's either uh, astral plane or dimension X as we call it or, or something. Sometimes people believe uh, it can help us travel through time. There's this theory of wormholes. Wormholes are these really small holes in the ground that people believe that uh, you can actually travel through time via these wormholes. Mm, mm, mm. Okay,
0: but obviously, for most ghost hunters, when you talk about portals, they also talk about places where, uh, I mean, they, they're usually focus on very heavy in supernatural activity and paranormal activity where maybe the most hauntings come out where they come from spirits come from whatever realm they're in after they've passed over into our dimension
2: i would define portal as a very thin uh fabric between our world and the other world um like you know we have you, you can walk along the street and this is our plane right yeah. but the portal is where that connection between our plane and the, the other world mm-hmm. is very thin and it's easy for spirits to cross over yeah. so should we want to astral travel now to the other side perhaps sitting in this room may not exactly be the easiest point because this is not a gateway yeah. we have to use like crystals and everything to power it up mm-hmm. but there are certain areas that are naturally weaker in that sense okay. uh, and this is where usually the spirits come in and out from and that means some cases even my old office back in uh, Kembangan yeah. uh, it was an sh- old shop house and I got it on cheap because nobody wanted to rent the place everyone who comes in uh, business Uh, runs for less than six months they would evacuate and most times unless you are really sensitive to supernatural you're not going to go to a place and say oh this place don't feel right I'm going to start looking for go straight away most times you'll say oh Feng Shui no good you know this place is very old you get the the heebie-jeebies you know something's Mm. not right about the place that is usually the first sign that that particular spot is a portal.
0: Okay, but I don't want to confuse the notion that all any, any place that has a haunting is a portal. Because sometimes spirits attach themselves to a place for whatever reason, not necessarily because that's a portal
2: where you know, they come in and out, right? The difference between a portal and a haunted location is mm. that at a location with a portal, no matter how many times you try to clear the place, There will always be spirits Can you close the portal? Uh, Usually you can't Because this is natural It's a natural phenomenon If if someone creates a rip in a plane And make a portal of it Yes, you can close it But certain areas are really just a, A very thin fabric And there's no way you can close it Not as an individual could be you might have a whole cabal coming around and chanting and chanting and chanting to close a portal maybe but generally if a place is naturally a portal there's nothing you can do to close it what you can do in the case of what i did for my office was i put a little talisman there to try to just get spirits to be uncomfortable coming out of that spot did it work uh it did uh, compared to the first time when i was there when i first got the office um i Of course i signed the agreement in the morning so i don't feel anything was wrong it was just an old place and i was more interested in the fact that the rent is cheap but when i went back at night with my interior designer we felt okay he said hey i didn't know there was a cleaner in this place i said there's nobody here he says oh i thought i saw an old man by the doorway so like, okay, hmm, all right. Maybe you just saw something. in an imagination. He left, I left. So I decided to call a friend of mine who's very sensitive to such things. I said, would you come down to my office to just check it out? I didn't even tell her it was spirit. I didn't even tell her anything about an old man, right? And I said, yeah, I got a new office. Just come on, check it out. We're going to have drinking parties there, all right? So she came in. She, t- one step through the door, she's like, what do you get this office? Oh, okay. I was like, because it's cheap? Yes. Then she... Hmm. okay but you see the body language and everything yeah. like she was like oh haha ha, you know drinking party straight away demeanor change whoa everything was just ice cold and then she started walking around and she stopped at a spot where my interior designer said hey there's an old man yeah. and she looked around and she paused for a while before taking a step forward it was a very deliberate action it's almost like you before you go underwater you you know that kind of deliberate action so she must have like, held her breath, her shoulders squared up. She took a step through the door and she says, okay, this place is haunted. She said it right there in the office. Yeah. Okay. And because I was prepared, so I had my gadgets with me. I said, hey, guess what? I brought wine and my gadgets. <laughs> so let's check it out. Worst party host ever, right? <laughs> so we went back to the, the, back, the back area of the shop house. She stood there She turned on the EMF meter And straight away There was a reading already Okay Okay But it was not A ghostly reading Ghostly reading as you know Is probably like If you ask a question It goes yes Mm. No It just went Five red dot Mm. But it just stayed there Wow Which means This place Is not So much haunted As it is There is some There's a lot of of traffic Everywhere The electromagnetic The electromagnetic field In that place Is extremely strong Mm. Right but I've not even turned on the power. Okay. <laughs> I've not even paid for the bill. Did you do any research into the history of this particular office? Yes. Hmm. So as it turns out, the the last owner, not not those that are uh, intermittent between myself and the the, the, f- the first owner, they were running a illegal gambling den behind and a prostitution ring. Mm-hmm. In front, it was a massage parlor. Behind, it was a prostitution ring and a gambling den. Wow. sounds and like we- a fun place. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what they did was, they... They knew this place was a portal already, right? right? And the spirits were going to come out of this place. It was very, the Ying energy is very strong, right? They have a parkour. You know what's a parkour? It's an mm. like 8, eight uh, the Taoist um, mm, mm, mm. parkour, right? Oxygen. A, mm. Yeah. They put the flesh of a dead man, a corpse, into the parkour and buried <coughs> it in the ceiling. It's a shop house, right? So right. you can bury somewhere in the ceiling and okay. I would never know because what we're seeing now is a false ceiling. Yes. And that trapped all the spirits in there. Why did they want to do this? Because then they can ask the spirit to do their bidding. They can capture spirits, oh. shackle them down, and say, "You know, I want you to well, help my my you know, house win the bet, or get the men to come back." So there were a lot of spirits that were trapped in that place. Okay. And one of them was a minor demon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So after we discovered the history of that place, uh, because we asked the neighbors and everyone said no. That the police came, they ran. And then this place was just torn down and you just left it as it is. Uh, so we said, okay, but how do we get rid of it? Okay. Right? So we called like, masters to come down. And they couldn't close, they, they, they tried to clear the spirits, but every time they clear, there will be more spirits coming in, more spirits pouring in. Mm. But there's still one dominant spirit there, right. which is appears in the form of an old man. Wow. But he's not the old man. Okay. He's actually a minor demon. This
0: old guy that they're seeing is a minor demon. Yeah. Okay, so they can't, free this minor
2: demon either so the minor demon didn't want to be there okay because uh, demons have a purpose to haunt the place yeah. in this case he was brought in there mm. shackled against his will mm. so he says I don't want to be here right and he said so how, how do we let you go he said there is something in this place that's you t- corresponded with this uh, the master okay. the, the, the Indian guru uh, the fellow said uh, they corresponded with the demon through some form of ritual which I had n- I was standing there but I was not clued in on what okay. the discussion was, right? And then he came out and said, okay, there's something in your ceiling that you need to clear. I was like, that doesn't mean I have to spend money to break ceilings and fall mm. ceilings? Like, I don't even know where it is. Yeah. And when we started breaking the fall ceiling, there were cockroaches and insects. And yeah, for a shop house, you would find insects and cockroaches to be a norm. Mm. But the amount of insects and cockroaches in this place mm. Was of another level Wow And usually places Where it's haunted Or it's high energy And this kind of Attracts uh, insects? Yeah, it attracts insects Okay So we found a parkour inside And we removed it He removed it Right All three of us Who were around the area We heard a scream And there was smell Of rotten flesh When you found the parkour, When yeah, you removed when it he removed it What did you do with the parkour? So he put it into a gunny sack mm-hmm. He wrapped it up mm-hmm. And he said Put it under a tree in bury it under a tree Or in He didn't say bury or not But I wasn't about To spend a lot of time With that Ganisek With the parko And figure a tree And find a hole to bury So I left it by the roadside Not under a tree Under a tree By the roadside Oh Technically a roadside cleaner Could have come Taken
0: it And you know You could have started A completely new Nightmare Possibly Right
1: Okay Um some comments On that story Yeah Um Sometimes it's not really a portal uh, when you have such hauntings. Um, Generally, if you have, like what you said, uh, high EMF, even though your electrical bills haven't been paid yet, but there's still electrical lines running below and around you. So that sometimes forms very high EMF. Sometimes when there's a lot of wires that cross the same area, you have high EMF, uh, which is why also sometimes um, feng shui, Apart, you know, they say you're going to make sure the place has got wind and it's not moldy and stuff. So, where the cockroaches all these come in, um, <coughs> they tend to be attracted by very strong in energy. You know, there's yin and yang Why, yin, why, why are, why are,
0: are pests or are small creatures attracted to that particular type uh, of not energy? Not small
1: creatures, but um, those of the negative energy of the in energy because young is more positive, in is more the negative uh, for some reason. Um, all this pests right tends to be attracted by very strong in energy which is also why there was one investigation we did long ago we're trying to find out where this so-called portal or negative energy came from turns out it was this painting of cats so cats have got very strong in energy oh so cats are evil and it's cats not just evil. a real i mean it's not and not just a real cat itself but a painting of cats oh, okay so like uh your, your previous workplace I believe it's more the EMF attracting these entities there. Are EMFs always either yin or, y- or yang? Uh, no, no, no. So, so that that's different. The yin energy uh, explains, maybe the area has got very strong yin energy, which explains um, the cockroaches and everything in the ceiling because it's probably moist and everything. Um, whereas entities, on the other hand, uh, they tend to be attracted by by negative energy uh, i wouldn't say whether it's in energy or not but generally where places that's high emf as well yeah. so possibly the place where where he was was this huge area where, where there's there's very strong emf mm. that get attracted there. Yeah. but um, trapping them there that, that might be something else witchcraft and stuff yeah. that i can't really comment but there's probably an explanation mm. why there was so much entities there
0: but usually like i mentioned when you go and you find somewhere that has very strong uh, EMF, right? You can't
1: actually determine what spectrum that, what of energy that that's related to, right? Yeah. So it doesn't also mean that when there's a place with very strong EMF, there's definitely entities, because the scientific explanation or scientific research have done uh, places with high EMF affect certain part of your mind, which makes you perceive things which are not there as well. So we're not certain if it definitely attracts. Entities or entities generate this EMF, uh, but there's also that theory of our mind perceiving things, which are not there. Sure. In your years of uh, investigating,
0: were you ever called upon to to investigate a possible portal, or do you ever come
1: across any of these? Yeah, I think we shared it in one of our previous episodes, uh, Commando Barracks, mm. where there was the painting. Oh yes, the run of the the demon. Uh, the, the Grinning Demon, right? The insignia So of the, it became yeah. a portal. Yeah, You can actually create portals. Um, or apparently, yes. Yeah. But I think it's not so easy to just conjure up a portal. Mm-hmm. Um, you need certain specific kind of um, um, energy, certain, certain type of emotions to invoke um, the spirits or to invoke that sort of energy strong enough to be able to open mm-hmm. a portal. Like- like, for example, if a particular place is a mass site,
2: right? And the, the energy is so strong that it rips a portal into the plains. So that could be a, a, a way to create a portal as well. Okay. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but uh,
0: compared to, say, I mean, uh, places, haunted places, haunted locations, right? Where a spirit, a specific spirit has attached itself to this location. When you have a portal, there's basically no, no control over what kind of spirit appears, you will get. You might get the 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 very um, uh, evil ones, oh, yeah. and then the mischievous ones, and you might have
2: some good ones as well. From my understanding, that's how it is. Uh, when there's a portal, it just means that. There is a gateway between our plane To the other plane And in the other plane There's good spirits Benevolent spirits You know, malicious spirits So
1: if there's a gateway You can have both kinds of spirit walking through mm. yeah. Okay, so no control about I that I think something more interesting about portals um, As much as we always see in movies that's always about spirits uh, um, People walking through it I think an interesting topic that we can discuss Also is about time travel And time travel Um, always go around the theory of these portals ah. and one of is uh, this this scientific theory of uh, wormholes where it connects to to, to parts or something people travel in time there have been quite a number of documentation of actually people travelling through time Uh, I think a quick research on Google you should be able to see it sometimes you even find it on Facebook where people have taken photos of the old many many years ago and when upon closer look of these black and white photos right you see people with modern technology really yeah oh the closest i've ever seen is like they've got that one where
0: you know nicholas cage appears in like all the different centuries right they'll zoom in on his face and they'll say like doesn't this look like nicholas cage then here he is in the
2: 1920s or here he is in the 1950s yeah, like I, I've I've seen all those photos as well. Uh, Nicholas Cage is one of them, and the other guy, John Wick. What's his character's name? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Kenan Reeves. Right? He's also been through time. Uh, I think those are very interesting pop culture, um, you know. People with creativity just put something up. And really, it's interesting to read about stuff like that. But whether Nicholas Cage really is a time traveler, yeah. I don't think so. Right? Okay. Uh, and the photos you talk about where this lady was caught in a black and white photo but carrying a handphone, mm. or someone was walking in a crowded area, caught on a camera, holding a device that looks like a handphone. Right. Uh, as we progress through time and we find new technology, there's always going to be cases where... We are going to point to something old and say, hey, see, that looks like this. Yeah. And then we draw reference and go, like, there must be a time traveler. Yeah. For a change, I'm just skeptic today.
0: Exactly, <laughs> I was just about to say, you guys have kind of swapped roles today. Okay, experiences with portals, Eugene. I'm sure you've had a, you've had a couple.
2: Portals, yes. Uh, but portals for time, time traveling, I, I'm still skeptical about time traveling because I, I watch enough sci-fi movie to know how time traveling is going to screw up. Yeah life it's as a butterfly effect you change one thing yeah. everything ruins uh, although end games tried to explain that away this. I, I,
0: I always i cringe you know what i mean when i realize that a show is going to have some element of time travel because what's going to happen is you're going to you will feel the questions burning in your mind. And I've realized you need to just push them out. Otherwise, you, will not, you won't be able to enjoy the movie. You won't be able to focus on the plot because you'll just be going, wait a <laughs> minute, that, that,
2: that shouldn't work that way. <laughs> it's true. So, but for portals, uh, so my office was one of them. There's like a Kabangan, right? Uh, but the other one that was actually caught on camera was uh, my time with um, my, uh, this other group called um, Singapore Haunted um run by isaac dawson uh from i think reload network uh i'm not sure whether he's cutting any more videos but we used to do a lot of this investigation Mm. together then suddenly he just stopped recording altogether not sure why oh dear. but the 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 isaac if you're listening reach out to eugene he's getting worried the golden mile video was the last video we did together after that he sort of i think quit the scene uh it was one of the places that we were told not to go okay what is uh what is the history of
0: golden mile I mean, I only know Golden Mile as great Thai food. One of my favorite steamboat places is there as well. Uh, a few interesting uh, Thai discos. <laughs> the,
2: the, again, back to the belief of portals. And um, at, a, at a place where there's portal, usually there's a lot of spirits. And when you find a place with a lot of spirits, you tend to find a lot of people who are in a spiritual field coming down to start things over there. And that might explain why Golden Mile is the place it is today with a lot of uh I know Thai idols. Uh, you have you go on second level, you find a lot of shops that sell talismans, talismans and, and like everything. That, yeah. So it may not ex- actually be an accident why this place attracts such people. Like I bet you Golden Mall did not start up on the first day and say today we're gonna have a shopping mall here and attract such people. Right. Know? So over time people are just attracted to that place. And from what I understand when I spoke to this spirit master who came down and checked out the place is that Golden Mall itself, the land is already infused with spirits. There are spirits in the land already. It's a portal for spirits to come in and out. And we're not talking about just evil spirits. It's just spirits in general. So that place is a portal, right? And I was invited to go down to a office to investigate because the owner said, we just moved here and none of our staff wants to continue working here after one week. Why? What other stories that they've heard? This lady was sitting down there. She's typing on her laptop and... She can see of and feel Someone standing behind her From the screen As in the reflection In the screen She can see someone Standing behind yeah, her Yeah like a silhouette No features nothing Did but she turn around To take a look She did And there's nothing there <laughs> There's nothing Only there Only caught in the reflection Yeah The aircon would turn on And off by itself In the rooms uh, And you know this beautiful. building well, Yeah At the most that Yeah yeah, but as but it's an old building where you just use your you know remote control. on. It's not like a central aircon and off and on, and then you have those old you know those blinds comp- corporate blinds. It's very heavy and when there's no wind or the record not even turned on the thing will start to rattle against each other <coughs> right? so they've experienced all this in the room and when they are alone they just felt really eerie so it's the sense of eeriness plus your colleague saying she's seen something and you will walk past a, you, you will be in office on your own and the other table the desk will just have sheets of paper falling off the desk right and you would be like I don't want to work here so the boss was like okay none of my staff want to work here can you come down and debunk their fears like i don't want you to prove it or if you have to prove it prove it but if you come down and just try to debunk it so we were given the permission to interview all the staff Uh, we got all their stories and so what we did was we invited a, a spiritual master to come on down to the office and just take a look we didn't tell him any of the stories
0: was any any particular areas of this
2: office Busier in the supernatural way. Exactly. That's where the portal theory comes yes. in. So he walked in, and he said, What well, he pointed to table where the lady was sitting, the lady who said I saw something behind yep. me and the table had the most activity. He said there is a portal in this place for the spirits to come in and out. Okay. They don't take the main door like what you do. Yeah. They take this portal to go up and down. And these spirits, were they malevolent spirits, malicious or not at all. Some maybe, but generally this is just a busy walkway, right? You will find, like on the on the pedestrian crossing, you will find different people walking in and out. But most of them, even if they have an evil agenda, you are not their target, right? It's just that she was sitting right there. So imagine to the spirits, this lady was sitting at a crossroads. I could ask: Is this Golden Mile Complex or Golden Tower? The one with things. So. The no, one not with not the Thai discos. Or, or The one with the cinemas. No, no, no Thai disco. Thai disco. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. Golden Mile Complex, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we asked the guy, I said, okay, if we stay here overnight, will we capture anything? The spiritual master, the, the spiritual master said... Definitely. So what did you do? So we stayed the night. Okay. <laughs> Is that one of the smarter decisions you made? I don't know. I was young and uh, young. and.
0: How long uh, ago was this? Five years maybe? Mm. Five, six years. Bro, you weren't that young five years ago. <laughs> 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 Felt a lot younger then but better
2: now. And we did. We put a paper on the table. We put the markers there. And we challenged the spirit. You know what? If you are here, show yourself. You know, toss things around. Not the smartest thing to do, right
1: ET? To challenge spirits. I mean, interestingly, that the um, I mean the all these theories that you and the master said, I think you guys fail to realize uh, one one possibility why Golden has all this stuff. <laughs> do, you, do you remember Nickel Highway collapsed during the construction? Mm. Mm. I think few people yeah. died. Yeah. Um usually when people die sudden uh, deaths Tragic tend to be circumstances. Um, residual haunting, which is not too far away from Golden Mount, mm. So that could be that, that could be another possibility. Um, furthermore, it occurred near where the Singapore River is. Uh, so there are many theories of how entities always like to go back to the source. What do I mean by the source? Um, before we were born, we are all living in water, actually. So there's theories that all these entities when they have experienced sudden loss, uh, they need some comfort, they tend to go back to the original source which water bodies. And that's where the Singapore River is, oh. which is pretty near Cotamau um, Complex. I see. Okay. So back to you challenging the spirits and putting markers
0: on papers. Um, did you... I mean did you sleep at all? No,
2: no. When you do an investigation overnight, yeah. you don't get to sleep. Okay. You don't even get to do you don't even get to put on perfume or smoke because you're not supposed to, to taint the environment or your your nose, right? So that if you smell anything, you can you can capture. <laughs> so you could end up smelling somebody's BO like, oh, because yeah. they didn't put <laughs> perfume, right. So what we did was we put a those heavy duty wedding torchlight, you know, those where you you plug on your camera with the big fat ass battery yep, that yep, can last for yep. yep. hours. Fully charged, put a torchlight there, right? We have cameras all around, night vision cameras. And we invited the spirit to, well, we know spirits like to drain batteries and electronic devices. Why don't you drain the battery and show yourself? And it was caught on camera, rolling. Nobody was near the camera at all. And it went off. Wow. Right. And at that moment all our cameras went all shut down. So in other words, you couldn't document anything because all the cameras went off. We caught that moment and then everything started turning off. So we were figuring out, we were fiddling the camera and trying to turn it on. But at that point of time, we were trying to, because it's total darkness, right? And we were trying to turn on the camera, hands were shivering. (laughs) The aircon turned on by itself. (laughs) One room and in the other room, the curtains started rattling against itself. But how did you feel, though?
0: I mean, did you, you, you Obviously, you were you weren't the most comfortable. But did, did it feel
2: like a very negative energy? Honestly, at that point in time, and I will confess it, I was more afraid than being aware of. Let's see, what's the? How what do I feel about atmospheric No, no, pressure? no. no. Well, what I mean <laughs> is like, do you did you feel like scared? Were you yeah, like petrified? Yeah. there was there was a there was a sudden chill and you could feel something was there. And right. that was like, okay, when the camera, tur- the light turns off by itself, I would feel frightened, yes. But the kind of horror I felt was as if someone doused me with cold water. Okay. Like something just descended on the place. So you felt like something
0: was going to get you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it so was like an evil spirit, la, pre- evil presence.
2: Yeah. Okay. And while we were it with the camera, because there was no lights, all the lights were off, right? And we heard something Kah! thrown across the room, right? And sound of paper just rustling, rustling down. So we said, turn on lights, turn on the lights, turn on the lights, right, so we are grabbing our torchlight, everything we can find to turn on. Uh, when just on switch the on, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, the main light. Yeah, the main lights, right? And we found that the pen we put on the table, markers we put on the table, flew across the room to the other side. And there were four markers that we had. It's not the first or the last, it's like the third, mm. right? So if you want to talk about, maybe the wind blew it. yeah. Why? So the other the other markers were untouched, the exact touch. same exact position. Same location. So today I can't explain that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And right. that was a spot where we put the markers. That was a spot where the gateway is. Do we know what happened after that? I mean, you had to obviously report back so to your clients. we client. took all our evidence. We met the client. We said, "This is what we found." Did they move out? Uh, well, we didn't follow up with them, but I assume, uh, if the boss you know, it's, it's righteous enough. Yeah. He would say, okay, enough is enough. I'll forego my rental and everything and he'll move out. Wow. <laughs> so that, that was
0: a pretty scary uh, portal story. Um, okay, well, I'll share this one uh, with you guys. Um, <laughs> all right, so most of you know what I do for a living, right? And I've been in this line for, for a pretty long time. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> the last place I worked at and I've always had people asking, hey, your studios is, are, are you is it we've heard their stories and all that and I will tell you back and I'm not going to say which company uh, but back when I was working for this company that was located on a hill okay there were all the studios well most of the radio studios were all in the in the basement right and we'd always hear stories that you know of creepy things that happen in, in the basement right but the, the basement would have maybe I don't know nine or more uh, stations in, in a row right but Every time there was a creepy story, it always involved either the one all the way to the left or the one all the way to the right. And some of these stories are pretty, pretty uh, creepy, Lao, okay? will well, tell you this one. So, this one studio. Uh, this was during a time obviously before MP3s and things like that when people actually had to play CDs, right? And say the the DJ is facing this direction, the mic is here. All our CDs are placed behind uh, against a shelf, right? And you would hear uh, DJ saying, well, when I'm on air, I can hear someone like they're walking past and they're running their fingernails past the so it'd be like ta 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 Chris. But then when they get off air and they turn around, nobody there. Other stories would be uh, they would take the CDs out and they would stack them up, right, in the order of which they're going to play, and then they go they go on air and then they turn around and it's all jumbled up, right? But this is probably the. I mean, there are other stories as well Where sometimes they put, you know Headphones on And then you hear a kid's voice In the, Whoa. you know, in your ear Hello <laughs> um, And you guys do night shows, right? Yes We we did night shows There were more than one occasion Where usually a DJ would come running out Into the next one And go, hey, I sit here with you Okay, for, for a little while But the the one that no one I mean, I guess Okay, it's not particularly scary, it's just creepy and unexplainable, right? Um, you know, usually when you when you soundproof a room, usually with radio studios, especially when they're connected one room into another, there will be a window. The window will be made of two panes of glass because you want a bit of an airlock, you need a bit of space so sound doesn't travel straight across, right? So <laughs> imagine this is the main studio and next to it is what we call a side studio or a production studio and you can usually see the person in there you've got one of these double, double-paned double windows in between airlocks, right? The tech, the DJs came in the next morning and they found CDs in between the two glasses, the two glass panes. And it's not like you can just unscrew the the window and, and, and put it in. These windows have been there for God knows how long any bolts or anything's all rusted corroded away the only way they could remove it was to smash the glass and get the cds out yeah to this day nobody knows how they actually got in between the my question is what cds were they oh they never asked when i I think think that's important yeah yeah
1: yeah, 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 exactly which is yeah
0: maybe macarena even the spirits hate (laughs) it too right
1: Ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Yeah.
0: So like I said, when, when, when they asked, uh, when, when they did some research, they found out that, oh, um, this these two ends are like portals. So any any uh, paranormal activity is always going to end up involving the, the studios on either
1: end of the corridor. But you also know that because of broadcasting, with all your equipment and everything, waves moving around, there's definitely very high fluctuation of EMF in, right. entire, in your entire office. Yeah. Um, so, some which sometimes can affect what you perceive. But when things are of uh, poltergeist kind of nature, our definition of poltergeist is when, when the entity actually makes things move, uh, that, that, that's a bit hard to explain. Um, then again, you see, c- coming from a paranormal researcher point of view, that's okay. Then then the next thing we ask, where the photos? What 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 was it? Did anyone take photo Mm. of that? What CDs were there? Yeah. You know, to, to try and ascertain exactly... Okay, then there's this other thing called mass hysteria, right? right which sometimes is psychological. So someone says something, hey, you know, I, I see something there. The person, hey, yeah, but it may not be there. I can't explain it, yeah. but um, there have been documentation of how mass hysteria wo- uh, um, occurs. And sometimes there's actually nothing there. It just, for some reason, it just passes on. Mm, 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 mm. That's
0: true. Well, I mean, you know, even not too long ago, <laughs> we had a situation where... Um uh my, my colleague heard something uh while we were in the middle of a show, actually. She suddenly went, uh she took her phone and she suddenly moved over and she put it over there. And I was like, What are you doing? We're in the middle, of this is we're in the middle of, of of doing a talk set, right? And she said, Oh, I, I heard suddenly I heard something in my headphones. It was like someone playing a YouTube video or something like that. So I thought it was my phone. That's why I was moving my phone away from the mic, right? And it turns out her phone was was on was on mute then she was asking what about you and i said my phone's on mute too uh could it be any of the computers no it's on mute so she looked at me and i looked at her i was like and the funny thing is i didn't hear it it only (laughs) if you heard it you only heard it through your headphones right so i think that creeped her out a little bit um and when we spoke to our technicians and all that i mean my first question was is it possible for there to be a cross lines you know what i mean?" You know, especially since we're dealing with so much, uh, you know, high frequencies, a lot of tech and stuff like that. Could it be possible that we're picking up something, another signal from somewhere else and it's going straight into your headphones? And he says, yeah, it is possible. Uh, We have heard stories of DJs reporting that before. But that's number one, that's going to involve a very, very strong signal. And so it's not impossible. But I can't tell you why only she heard it and you didn't laugh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Actually,
2: your old uh, workplace on a hill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there
2: were a lot of stories there. Didn't you
0: do something? Didn't you do yeah, some investigation yeah. there as well?
2: <laughs> uh, the, the car park was where I was told there's a lot of problems.
0: Yeah. yeah Strange so enough, you
2: know, the car park is full of cats. <laughs> ah, evil. <Yeah>. So <laughs> <laughs> but you say they have a lot of the yin energy. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe yeah. what we'll do is we'll. Uh, Put up this little link here, where if you guys actually have any stories from um, any old workplaces on the hill uh, where you do broadcasting, you might want to give us uh, some a shout out. Tell us your story, and uh, maybe we will pick some and talk about it in the next episode.
0: Yeah, in fact, actually, I think we should probably do an episode at some point on experiences at the workplace, wherever you work. You know, what I mean, maybe you work at a very. Uh, high traffic area maybe there's a portal there maybe there were things that you encountered that you couldn't explain or even if it was mass hysteria what are some of the stories you know and obviously given uh, et and eugene's years in research maybe they will be able to tell you something about those locations that you didn't know
2: and to incentivize you guys uh, if you sent us your stories about your haunted workplace and we talk about it on air next time uh, we will give you a t-shirt and a supernatural confessions book, yeah. All right? So maybe only one, one set, <laughs> one set for one, one winner, up for one up for grabs. Et, yeah.
0: yeah. e. have you ever worked anywhere that you know encountered things that you couldn't explain? I don't mean like, oh, I work here and then my boss didn't give me a bonus and that cannot be explained. But <laughs> I mean, you know, any any um, occupations yes, you've yes, had?
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's not talk about army because we we went through army yep. stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some say, like, yeah. yeah. So um my office the old name of it was called Hexagon House. It's very interesting because it's a hexagon I mean it's a hexagon shape. Um it's exactly at the cross junction of Middle Road uh by Beach Road I think. <clears throat> if you know where Shaw Tower is mm. opposite was where my office was. It's uh, not there anymore? It's still there. Okay. Um Middle Road. <laughs> yeah. So on the fourth floor, um, we've had reports of colleagues hearing. Where we, 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 we is it uh, basically it's an open desk office. Some people have got fixed desks, and there's some rooms. Um, where I used to sit was an open desking. That rally behind me, uh, this whole row of pigeonholes. So it's not the pigeonhole doesn't go all the way to to the ceiling. You know, somewhere below where you can reach, but I can't see. Behind that. So behind is so an entire row of all uh, open cubicles. Yeah. There have been a few occasions where not just me but my colleagues. Can she hear kids running behind the pigeonhole up <laughs> and He's freaks us out lah. Yeah. And another colleague where he was working halfway on this. When uh, they run,
0: are they making noises as
1: well? As in, are they no, talking? Only, <laughs> are they laughing or only heard footsteps? Okay. How do you know they're kids? Um the the pace, the the waiting. You know you know when when people run you hear an adult run and a kid run, it's it's a bit different the sound. Yeah, uh, maybe because the legs are shorter, so the shuffling's a bit faster. Um so my colleague was working and suddenly he heard this knocking tuk 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 on his cupboard. Then he looked nothing uh. and continued working. And tuk, tuk, tuk. Then he got empty stop because he was like trying to get this down, I want to go home. I said hey can you stop it? Then he slammed the he slammed his cupboard and the he just stopped after that. Oh. What, did he think it was someone playing a prank or he thought it was? At that point of time, he didn't think of anything. Oh, he was just, just pissed off okay. because he was really focused and he, he, he needed concentration. So he just whacked the cupboard. After that, it was okay. But um, I, I guess that's what drew me into paranormal research. Um, all this while since young, I tend to be able to sense things. Uh, thankfully, I can't really see, but I can sense. So when I was working there for a couple of years... Um, just feels uneasy because number of occasions are always the last one to leave. So how does how, how it's structured is um, so it's all open desking and then there's a big glass door in front of me and then the lift. So if I'm the last one to leave, I will press the lift first. Just before it, from the third floor, just to reach fourth floor, right? I'll run inside, turn off the lights, walk straight into the lift, close the glass door behind me, and not turn around. And just press one, because it just freaks me out that 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 office for for some reason. Okay. Yeah. so I do not know did you ever do any uh, research to find out the history of the building um, at a point of time no mm. um, my bosses didn't really allow me to do that mm. although I wanted to um, but what's interesting is why I brought up the hexagon shape um, cross junction um, you talk about portals uh, we were just talking about places where, where there's high EMF and stuff mm. and what's interesting is I do not know if it's a combination of that crossroad junction and a hexagon-shaped building that causes some sort of uh, energy or... Is there any um, significance to the hexagon? The, the shape of the hexagon? I, I mean... I'm not too sure. Yeah. But when you have a parqua, which is an octagon, or, right? right yeah. um, I would think a hexagon shape similar. would be something somewhat similar. Um, but more importantly, is the cross junction. Um, there have been... Old wife's tales that you stand in the middle of a crossroad junction, yeah. put you, bend down, look between your legs. and then I've never
0: heard that. I always hear about the devil at the crossroads. If you want to make a wish, you know, you go to a crossroads, you bury something. Tell me about this uh, look yeah, so, so between supposed, your legs. Yeah, thing. so
1: you uh, go in the middle of the crossroad junction, bend down, look in between your legs, and you're supposed to see spirits and entities. But to me, it's more like you probably gonna knock down like, that's <laughs> why <you see> <laughs> spirits and entities. What, through your legs behind you? Yeah. Wow. So if you watch this, that's why it's a very interesting movie. Uh, sometime I think it's called the I-10. 10 Ways How to See Spirits.
0: Oh, I've never seen this. Is this yeah. a Chinese show? Uh, it's a,
1: if, In fact, if I'm not wrong, it was a Singapore directed, a Singapore made movie. Oh, it's called the I Ten, I think. Is it scary? Uh, Is it available to, on Netflix? To me, it's not that scary, lah. Okay, but it's interesting because uh, at the time when I was still with uh, SPI, we actually conducted all ten experiments in uh, the cemetery mm. to see if we could really see spirits, mm. knocking off balls, etc., okay. selling salt, stuff like that. All right. Did you uh, ever encounter anything in the cemetery? To be honest, no. I think the cemetery is one of the safest places because I mean that's where people rest. Yeah. Um. Pe- where people have their final rites, so they are like probably peaceful there, hmm. right? Which is on contrary to all the horror movies where. And the cemetery is yeah. There. Because to me, it's a place of resting. Hmm. If if the if if the spirit has got some unfinished business, rarely it's in the cemetery unless it was killed in the cemetery. Yeah. Right, so it probably unfinished business would be elsewhere and not the cemetery. Mm, just mm. at the cemetery, being humans, watching all those horror movies, yeah. we tend to scare ourselves.
2: Mm. Okay, what about crematoriums? Not Singapore crematorium. Uh, Singapore, we just can't really get too close to the crematorium. Not for the lack of trying. Mm. Someone will be there like, excuse me, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, so we had a U-turn, uh, but the one in Thailand. <laughs> you went to a crematorium in Thailand? By accident, we didn't know it was a crematorium. How does one end up in a crematorium by accident?
0: <laughs>
2: when you think about crematorium, you think about it from a very Singapore context. Yeah, there yeah. is a building, there's yeah. a pathway, everything is, that's automated door, mm. right? Um, but in a village in Chiang Rai, was it Chiang Mai, uh, the crematorium is actually just a building structure in the middle of a forest. Right. And the villagers are the one that use that to cremate, cremate their okay. their loved ones
1: so
2: the it was very near my uh, my okay so I was in Chiang Mai for a visit to my friend's uncle okay. uncle Singaporean yeah. he bought a, a land in Chiang Mai a farm and he's just like okay my retirement plan I stay there why because nobody wanted that piece of land okay. and we're like okay good, good for you you get a land for cheap and he started building his farm there so in, at least in today's sharing there's two occasions where people buy stuff for cheap. Like I rented my office for cheap and this uncle bought the land there for cheap because that piece of land is just across the road from the crematorium. crematorium. Oh, okay. (coughs) I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know what it was because farmland, 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 one stone structure in the middle of a Mm. clearing, looks great, no idea what it was. Walk there and try to check it out. Yeah. While there, at one point, I just felt this is not right. Like I, I walked through like a spider web. That's how I felt, right? Something was on my face. I just felt dirty, and so I couldn't explain what happened because I was laughing and chatting. I was on a vacation, and the minute I stepped through this line, something was telling me to turn back. Okay. I get this whole danger senses, spider senses, Peter tingle, yeah. right? And I was like, okay, the more. I feel frightened my ninja reaction is let's go check it out Mm. right so I started walking and now when I felt something was wrong I didn't immediately tell my friends Mm. but at the same time when I took another step forward I realised that hey my friends who were beside me all along I can see from my peripheral vision they have not really moved as much as I have Mm. and so I turned around and they kind of like just all of them were like yeah we're just gonna chill right here so it means that everyone must have (laughs) felt that yeah. sensation right did you carry on moving towards the building <laughs> so i did so I, the minute i felt when i saw that no one was moving everyone felt that, that strange sensation immediately i felt that building structure must be more than what it is mm-hmm. okay it has some motifs on top is is weather beaten it's just it's just one stand alone maybe two-story tower right and there is a metal door in front some stone steps up to it trees all around and there's a river at the back. Does anybody work there? No. No. No, it's, just it's empty. They only go there when they're going to yeah. burn a body. So, this is, we're talking about village and farm, farm yeah. area. There's yeah. no like one guy station there. It's yeah. not a business. It's just a building, a, a structure. So, when I walked there and I opened up the metal uh, door and I looked inside, I, I heard in my head, not in my ear, in my head, screams. Screams, right? And I said, okay. I'm in the wrong place. Obviously, I've probably chewed off more than what i bargained for. And you could smell ash and everything. So you know, okay, this is, even if you don't know this is a crematorium, and I didn't know what it was back then, something where you burn, smells of ash, hear scream, and something tell you not to move, you've just put three and three together. You okay. get. Did you ever ask your uncle? That's so what we did. We yeah. went back, we said, What's over there? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you went to see, yeah? He said, Yeah, he said, the other people burn dead body even. Ah, okay. And at night, this whole place, he doesn't even lock his door to his, to his farm. He says, No need to worry. Down here, nobody will come on. None of the Thai in their right mind will come to this place at night. Wow. If the Thais don't even come so to has he night, ever experienced anything living there? He doesn't want to share, he just laughs but you know that, that laughter is oh yeah, don't talk about <laughs> yeah. it now kind of yeah. laughter but he never did explain to us what he has encountered but it was that strong like when I walked into that area that was what we felt well fortunately Mount Vernon Crematorium not quite like that la. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so I think uh, that kind of concludes our, our little topic tonight uh, unless there's anything you guys want to add No. okay on uh portals and if you have any questions at all or stories you want to share or even things you want to clarify as well please reach out to us once again on our facebook page et signing off
2: my name is eugene and
0: i'm timo and this has been supernatural confessions supernatural Supernatural Supernatural
1: Supernatural Confessions. confessions